The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Business is changing, and new marketing avenues are opening up every day. WebmasterRadio.fm presents a show that brings you the innovators and trendsetters, taking us to a new age of marketing, media, and social business strategy. Welcome to Market Edge with Glenn Engler. Get ready to hear perspectives on social media and digital marketing that will help you gain insight into the unique opportunities and challenges facing marketers and thought leaders today. Now, now please welcome your host, a Fortune 500 industry figure in the marketing and communications world for more than 25 years and Chief Executive Officer of Digital Influence Group, the host of Market Edge, Glenn Engler. Hi, and welcome to Market Edge. I'm your host, Glenn Engler, CEO of Digital Influence Group, a full-service digital marketing agency that helps companies unlock the social potential of their brands and amplify its impact to drive business results. Today, I'll be talking about socializing the insurance industry with John Coombe, Vice President of Corporate Communications at Liberty Mutual Insurance Group. John has more than 20 years of experience in building global brands and supporting large-scale marketing and communications campaigns with the last 15 years in the insurance industry. Before joining Liberty Mutual, John served as VP of Communications at Travelers Insurance. At Travelers, he integrated advertising and communications initiatives across consumers, distributors, and employees. Now at Liberty Mutual, he's responsible for building the company's global brand through both traditional advertising and new media communications initiatives. Earlier in his career, John was an integral part of the marketing and communication successes at companies such as American Express, AT&T, IBM, and Citigroup. He is a member of the board of directors for the Ad Club of Boston, a board member for the Insurance Marketing and Communications Association, and a member of the Association of National Advertisers. You can find John on LinkedIn at www.linkedin.com forward slash in forward slash John N. Coombe. That's C-O-O-M-B-E. It's great to have you on Market Edge, John. Welcome. Great to be here. Thanks, Glenn, for allowing me to share uh, my experiences with your audience. Okay, so let's start with the insurance industry. You've spent most of your career as a communications expert in that industry. What excites you about the industry? Because I'm guessing people may have the wrong perception about what's going on. Uh, They may, and that that perception may be the same perception I might have had when I joined uh, the industry back 15 years ago with, with travelers. Um, it's a it's a low interest category for the most part, but you've got some insurers who have entered the marketplace in incredibly uh, rapid and aggressive fashion. For instance, the Geico's and the Progressive of the world, which have really made the communications efforts that we're all involved with, you know, take another leap forward in terms of being much more uh, aggressive, in terms of maybe being more progressive in terms of how to address some of the challenges that face us in this low interest category. So. You've talked about 15, almost 20 years. Talk a little bit about, from a communications standpoint and the branding standpoint, um, how has it changed over the course of the last decade and a half? Decade and a half? Well, I can, um, I'm someone who's been around for a little while. You know, I've been in this uh, communication space 15, 25 years probably. 
And, you know, I, I can remember, you know, communicating via fax. I can remember, you know, the uh, beginnings of the Internet craze. And now I'm sort of helping to support our, our business at the very beginning stages of social media. So really at the core, um, it's about customer insights, right? It's understanding who your customers are and what drives them and what channels of communication are much more effective for their business model. So really not a lot has changed in that, that respect, how we go about identifying what those channels are and finding the customer's you know, insights has been really the, the challenge kind of in, in this space going forward. Really interesting focusing on the customer insights. And actually, before we go into some of the channels that you're using in social media, can you just talk a little bit about the whole responsibility platform, which is personally, I think, brilliant and clearly resonates and differentiates? Um, would love a little bit of background, how you arrived at it, what you see, where it's working, where you're pushing it. Well, first of all, I appreciate you, you calling that responsibility uh, project and the positioning because I do believe it's a, um, an industry changer in a lot of ways. And it really starts, it started fundamentally with the employee base. Um, and just a quick shout out to Hill Holiday, who's our advertising agency of record here in Boston, who have helped us shape that strategy, um, which dates back now about five years. It's sort of our employees. So what do you stand for? Essentially, I don't want to walk through the intimate details of the work that was done, but suffice it to say that our employees said we are uh, supportive of sort of you know raising the bar in the industry and saying it's more than about you know animated figures and it's it's less about a child to child communications positioning. It's more about an adult to adult communication and conversation. Thus, I think that was the birth, if you will, of our social media efforts because that adult-to-adult conversation is happening in a very profound way in the social media space, and we wanted to be a part of that, and we feel pretty confident that we've helped you know, pioneer you know, some of the more uh, substantial B2B uh, so, and B2C uh, social media activities in our space. In, in responsibilityproject.com is a great example. Uh, we've had over 10 million, that's 10 million unique visits to that site, and every one of those sites is a conversation. We're either having directly with those folks visiting the site, whether they be customers, prospects, distributors, or their conversations are happening among visitors who are visiting our site. We serve up interesting content, and then we hope that folks get involved and provide interesting commentary uh, to other folks visiting the site that shows additional value, if you will, that we're bringing to the bringing to the table to show that we can, you know, address certain issues that are top of mind among, among folks and show that we're a company that's in touch with, with, with what the uh, ever-changing needs are of the marketplace. It's really fascinating to think about that uh, being brought from starting with the employees and their, their own personal view of, of really what's required or what they feel for the, for the brand. Um, fascinating. So you mentioned about some of the, the branded social um, or, or the whole idea of activating the social area. And I know you manage internally and with your partners your own Twitter handle and Facebook page and LinkedIn account and YouTube channel. Um, talk a little bit about the social media channels and those branded properties and how you think about objectives, because I know a lot of brands and individuals undoubtedly listening are, are always struggling with, uh, how do we use these? And you seem to have a very cohesive, integrated story. Can we talk about yeah. that a little bit? Happy to, Glenn. Uh, first, let me just say that I think everything falls into kind of three buckets. The three buckets are brand, community, and collaboration. 
So whatever we're doing in the social media space, it's got to support the brand. Whatever we're doing in the social media space, it's got to be connected to communities, you know, and supporting the needs of those individual communities inside the company or outside the company. And then I think finally it's about collaboration. Whether you're collaborating, collaborating online, whether you're collaborating offline, whether your business partners trying to strike a deal, or whether you're an individuals trying to share information via that uh, social um, media uh, opportunity that I mentioned earlier via responsibilityproject.com, community, community and collaboration are essential to, I think, the, um, the future of successful brands. Now, getting to your point about uh, which social media um, entities that we, we leverage, we started with Facebook. As, lo- as most folks probably have, and uh, we've got you know thousands and thousands of folks that have liked us on Facebook, and we do advertising via that particular channel. Uh, quickly, quickly followed up with uh, our own channel, if you will, out on YouTube. So we've gotten um, you know customized content. Our advertising campaign is out there, etc. We then um, moved into sort of the B2B space and LinkedIn, and I'm happy to say that even uh, with a lot of – we're a big company, you know, 45,000 employees. We operate across multiple distribution channels. Uh, it, candidly, it's sometimes difficult to kind of get everybody around a table and say, you know, how are we going to express ourselves and who's going to manage the content via these, these sites? And it's just like web pages to a certain degree, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody's got to own the site. Somebody's got to maintain the site. Somebody's got to take responsibility for the engagement activity that's going on and, and manage the analytics and measure the results at the end of the day. So proud to say that we have a, a brand new LinkedIn site, site out there where we're actually leading with some of our B2B content because, once again, it gets back to customer insights. You know, who's using LinkedIn and what content are they accessing? So LinkedIn's an important one. And then right on the heels of that, we've been using Twitter uh, in the B2C space, but now we actually have a new Twitter handle in our B2B space, and um, we hope to be utilizing that channel much more effectively in the future. And we use some organizations. Quite frankly, we can't do it on our own. I mentioned Hill Holiday before, but there's some other uh, tools and other companies uh, that we engage to help support that. Uh, CoTweet is is one of the groups via Exact Target that helps us understand the intersection, if you will, of some of that information uh, out there today in the social media space and allows us to better manage you know, current relationships and future relationships by understanding the certain value, if you will, of those individuals that are commenting on our organization or our products and our services, and that we get uh, ongoing reporting that comes from those organizations that, once again, yields us very valuable customer insights about whether we should be advertising more, whether we should be playing a little bit more active role in one social media property versus another property. And those conversations are happening you know, on a daily basis around here because this is a channel that, uh, quite honestly, that we've got. We've jumped in with both feet, and we believe that it's a channel that can help us cut through some of the clutter, and there's plenty of it in the insurance space to allow us to be, um, have our message be heard in a much more uh, clear fashion going forward. Really interesting. So well, a whole host of questions that come from what you just said. I want to start at one, which is you mentioned that uh, of the three three priorities um, or three different areas, the brand, the community, and the collaboration. Let's start with the first one on brand. I know this is an area and topic that, that many individuals that I've spoken to on this program and uh, other clients struggle with. How do you think about social media vis-a-vis what it does for the, uh, for the Liberty Mutual brand? I would start by saying that um, what we do is it gets back to our Facebook wall, as an example, right? Are you gonna are you gonna edit that content, or you allow are you gonna allow you know transparency? It starts from there, 
and we've had a lot of very active discussions about who we are as an organization and what information that we are encouraging our own employees and um, customers and prospects, as I mentioned earlier, to post out there. So you start there. And I'm proud to say that we do uh, very little editing out there. You know, our goal is to allow the free flow of information because, one, it allows folks to, you know, get it off their chest, with information, you know, good and bad, you know, out there in social media space, and allows our folks to quickly address those issues. You know, many, many years ago, you know, I played a you know, pretty significant role in the database marketing field and direct marketing. Some of the best information we got back were complaint letters, right? Best information we could help them. But it took days, if not weeks, right, once they had a bad experience. Well, now, as folks on the phone here uh, understand, that you get information back simultaneously if there's a bad uh, experience someone has. But those are gold nuggets and information that we take very seriously and helps improve our overall, you know, customer experiences, but at the end of the day, helps build our business, I think, in the right way. And do you have metrics uh, immersed in social media around the brand, uh, the way the brand resonates, the way you would with uh, a TV campaign um, or other aspects? That, we're beginning to fully integrate that into the offerings. Uh, The thinking is done around how to do that. It's now how we execute and how we evaluate that information across multiple channels. Yeah. But I would say we're just on the verge of sort of understanding and um, improving the way that we deliver our brand messaging via social media, via this information of getting back. Got it. One of the things I, I loved on your earlier comment was you, through the course of a strategy, talked about business partners, prospects, employees, and customers. And um, can you talk a little bit about um, just even organizationally? Those, I'm sure from a, a traditional marketing lens, there's four or five different lanes, and it sounds like you've integrated them together in the space of social media a little bit. Will you talk about your different customer groups and, and, uh, and customer targets uh, and how you think about those segments um, under the umbrella of social media? Uh, sure, Glenn. Um, I just want to first say to folks you know, listening in here today, it, it's not. This is not an easy space to play in, uh, and you make a, a lot of mistakes along the way. You know, we've made our share, uh, and I'm sure we'll continue to make mistakes as we move along. But we have a leadership here at Liberty Mutual Group that is um, bullish in terms of allowing us to continue to move in this space. And I think when we look ahead, um, and I won't speak for the whole organization, but I think there's a great number of folks who look at, you know, social engineering, you know, and, and how it's going to not only just change conversations, but change the way you deliver, you know, your business uh, going forward. And we've got leadership in this organization that believes in um, being transparent and believes in the social media space and believes in learning. And there's a big opportunity here to continue to learn, and, and we're allowed to, to do all that. Now, that said, could you just go back to the question again, Glenn? I apologize. No, that's fine. Uh, I actually want to piggyback on, on what you talked about. I'm curious about, at least from a B2B and a B2C standpoint, how you think about um, social media. Because I know that's a question that many yeah. organizations are yeah. dealing with. Yeah, I, I spend a, probably a disproportion of my amount of my time actually in the B2B space, but I'll start with B2C. Um, a B2B to C, uh, social media is, is, is the core you know, communications uh, language for many of our customer and prospects today. And, and a number of us can imagine that, that we'll deliver 
you know, services and claims, you know, activity vis- vis-a-vis the social media channels, you know, going forward. Uh, but today, uh, the conversations the, um, that are happening in that space, the acknowledgments that we're getting from folks about this is a good company, or, you know, maybe in some instances, somebody had a bad experience. So it's incredibly important, and we monitor this stuff mm-hmm. through our PR activities, through our social media teams, on a minute-by-minute basis. And if there's issues that come up that we need to address, that we need to engage in, our first objective is to address the issue and then quickly have get them offline so we can have a more intimate discussion about what their specific concerns are and, and deal with it that way. In the B2B space, quite frankly, we're kind of in the, in the early stages of that. And I think I'm one of, of many uh, B2B marketers that's sort of, you know, still struggling with what's the best avenue, you know, mm-hmm. to address some of these social media strategies, right, in the B2B space. I honestly, LinkedIn, I mean, even now we're including the LinkedIn icon and the Twitter icons and some of our print advertising that we're doing mm-hmm. because we believe that there's, you know, it's much like directing folks, right, back to our website. Actually, some of the more robust information we have about our, our organization today and some of those conversations have to drill down into what we stand for can be found via LinkedIn and in some of the Twitter activity versus some of the web content that we have out there. So we've been putting more of a disproportionate amount of effort, I would say, in the B2B space, focusing on the social media properties and how we can deliver the best uh, experience for some of our customers who are looking to do business with us in the future. Because we all, we all know that in the B2B space, the tails, right, the sales tails are much longer, mm-hmm. right? You can't necessarily attribute, you know, one particular execution to a deal. It's generally a, a linkage, right, of a, of a TV campaign you saw to some digital advertising that you came across, through a social media set of experiences you had, through an event that you went to. You know, it's, a, it's a conglomeration of a lot, a lot of really good efforts that, that pay off. And we're finding that when you layer on to those good marketing efforts that you do in Glenn and you layer on a social media element to it, you're, you're benefiting the overall uh, sales and, and the consideration efforts that are going on inside our organization. There's really little doubt that it's having a positive impact on our business. Really compelling story. And I want to come back to one of your phrases that you said, social engineering. But right now, we're going to take a very short commercial break. Please stand by, and we'll be right back with John Coombe and more of the conversation. In 500 yards, CPA Way will be on your right. You have reached your destination. On the interstate of Internet marketing, CPA Way helps you monetize the way. No matter which direction you're heading, CPA Way is your route to low-risk revenue. Advertisers, we have paved the way to delivering revenue channels that will meet and exceed your expectations. Publishers, we monitor and manage your campaigns to bring you the most revenue possible. Publishers can feel secure to leverage direct offers, while advertisers can find safety, offering their most valued campaigns. The road to trust, respect, integrity, and honor is just ahead at cpaway.com. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. 
Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. Looking for an affiliate network that can package every solution an advertiser or publisher needs in one account? Your one-stop source for full-service solutions is AdMedia.com. AdMedia delivers an incredible lineup of specialized XML feeds for local, social, and search, plus the advertising arsenal of PPC, SEM, contextual, display, and more. AdMedia gives your campaign real visibility, from emailers to domain redirects. AdMedia tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage. AdMedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions. Learn everything AdMedia can do for you today. Sign up at AdMedia.com. AdMedia, strong ROI made simple. As you know, being an expert at f- <gasps> What did she say? Requires lots of practice and a great tool. Think you could use some help with f- Whoa. You're not alone. Hundreds have used our tool to take their f- performance to the next level. The language. Of course, we're talking about managing Facebook ads on Aquizio. Oh. Buy, track, manage, optimize, and report on media across all major ad networks. Visit Aquizio.com to get a demo today. Aquizio. Search, social, display, one platform. Just getting your feet wet on the internet? Then dive into our stream. WebmasterRadio.fm We're the coolest place around. WebmasterRadio.fm We're everywhere. We're back with more Market Edge, bringing you the best and brightest voices in digital marketing, only on WebmasterRadio.fm Once again, here's Glenn Engler. Welcome back to Market Edge. This is your host, Glenn Engler, and I'm here today with John Coombe, Vice President of Corporate Communications at Liberty Mutual Insurance Group, talking about socializing the insurance industry. Okay, John, you touched on a phrase, social engineering vis-a-vis your leadership team, and I think we've seen that leading social organizations need strong leadership at the top. Really intrigued with what you meant by social engineering and the learning, um, learning organization. Yeah, um, there's a lot of books, you know, that you'll find out there in, in today's today's world. I would encourage you, if you haven't read Empowered, you know, by Josh Burnoff, co-author of Groundswell, I'd encourage you to do that. But there's many other books out there that sort of address the same issue, which is how does social engineering, you know, address some of the business challenges we have today? In my particular case, I have two daughters, age 19 and 21. Essentially, I can't have a conversation with them unless it's in the social media space, honestly. And so they've helped me sort of crystallize what I guess I in, intuitively kind of understood that the way that young people today are going to do business and are, are going to require companies to do business in the future is through the mediums that they're most comfortable with. And and my I can see my, my 21-year-old, especially now, if, if she were to make a claims call, hopefully she doesn't get in a car accident, but let's say, let's say she did, it wouldn't surprise me at all that her first instincts would be to go to the Liberty Mutual Facebook page hmm. and have a, a conversation with an adjuster, a claims person, and want to settle uh, the, the claims activity she has via, via social media. So that's what I'm, that's what I'm essentially addressing in this mm-hmm. whole social media context, which is where is this all taking us? Yes, there's, there's 
fun. There's pictures being shared, right? You know, here, here's where I am today. Here's a beautiful picture of the Grand Canyon. I'm visiting. That's all fun. It's wonderful stuff. Don't get me wrong. But ultimately, I think businesses are getting more sophisticated and are watching these activities extremely very carefully, as we are, and examining this and saying, okay, where, how do these people want to do business with us in the future? And if you're not addressing those issues today, I would encourage anybody listening today to ask some questions like that inside your organization about where are some of these social media trends taking us as a business? Let's look down the line, you know, three, five, you know, 10 years down the road, if that's possible, and see how this is going to affect you know, the inner workings of our companies today, that we can address some of these challenges that the young people are going to have and how they connect with us in the future. Really interesting and always learning from our kids. As, as one of my coworkers said, you go talk to somebody in their late teens or early 20s, they never talk about online because um, they're always on. Uh, it's just really interesting how that's changed. Um, and I'm sure Josh will love the unpaid endorsement of Empowered, which is, you are absolutely right, a fantastic book. Uh, okay, so quick question. You've talked a lot about a leadership team that is completely rallying around this and focused, and a fairly integrated um, approach to social media as part of a broader um, piece of the pie. You also mentioned that a lot of the responsibility um, platform started from employees organizationally within the Liberty Mutual Group, how do you think about um, or how are you organized around social media given all of the different uh, HR, PR, sales, service? Um, how does that work just at a high level? Uh, yeah, that's not an easy question to answer in, the <laughs> in a little bit of time we have here. How does it work at a high level? But I'll give you my best, um, my best impression of how it works. First and foremost, it's about your, your voice as an organization. So you need to really step back and say, how do we plan on addressing uh, issues, questions, concerns that come up via social media in a very constructive, streamlined way? It can't be haphazard. You can't have somebody in the field, right, responding to a, a very intimate, you know, corporate question. Uh, they may have the right answer, but the issue is you can't have hundreds of field people answering because because uh, let's just be honest, they're going to answer it differently. So we try to funnel those questions and the responsibility of those efforts through um, a filter here in, in corporate. And I don't mean that in a bad way. Corporate can mm -hmm. sometimes be, be you know, the worst enemy to companies. But in this particular case, I think it's the salvation in that, you know, initially here, we're, you know, it allows us to filter the information, come up with really concrete uh, instructions on how to manage the information, right? I mentioned it earlier, you know, we're listening in. We choose to engage at certain points, and then we choose to take action, right? That's happening with some dedicated uh, social media folks here um, in Boston, Massachusetts, as well as a, a totally uh, connected um, public relations team that's on point, and a, a shout-out to our PR folks led by John Cusolito uh, that manage that information uh, and ensure that the other SBUs, once they get the information, we have dedicated SBU contacts so as soon as an issue comes up, we know exactly the person who's on point in the SBU who can address that issue and get answers and clarity around something in a very rapid fashion. Makes perfect sense. Okay, so just before we close, one of the things I like to do um, with smart, energetic marketers like yourself is to do a speed round of word association. Uh, oh, there's God, no okay. right or wrong answers, but I'm going <laughs> to throw out a couple of things and just curious about um, what pops into your mind. All right? Okay. Yep. Uh, Groupon. Um, public. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't they just put IPO? Didn't they just IPO the company? Yes. 
Yes. Yep. Um, okay, that's a good one. Um, w- without crossing the, you talked about some of the the competitors, so I'm just curious at a high level if you're comfortable. If I say Geico, um, smart. Mm. Uh, how about Progressive? Another one you mentioned. Um, opportunistic. Oh, good one. Um, and one more, Allstate. Big, big and strong, and a and a very um active, and a very substantial competitor. Mm. Okay. Last one for fun. QR codes. Um, QR codes. Um, fascinating. They're, they're fascinating. I think they have a place. Uh, I think they may be being overused in some cases. Mm. You like the one that I saw on the side of the bus, which felt a little bit tricky to navigate my way in traffic um, to click on that one. But Uh All right. Well, thank you, John, for being my guest today. And thanks, everyone in the audience, for listening to today's conversation. If you have any questions or would like to talk further about the topic of today's show, feel free to connect with me on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash Glenn Engler, that's G-L-E-N-N-E-N-G-L-E-R, or on my blog at www.glennengler.com. And visit www.webmasterradio.fm at 12 noon Eastern Time on Tuesdays to tune into episodes of Market Edge. Thank you very much.